Hello, everyone. This is Rachel Mansfield, your host of the podcast, Just the Good Stuff, my newest and latest business brand, whatever you want to call it, venture that I am so incredibly excited to be here bringing you. For those of you who don't know me, I am a recipe developer and soon-to-be cookbook author of my first ever book, Just the Good Stuff, which is coming out. It's actually available for pre-order right now, um, but my update is February 25th, 2020, and it is with Clarks and Potter, Penguin Random House. So excited to bring you guys my first non-digital project of sorts, followed by this podcast, also called Just the Good Stuff. Today's episode, I am interviewing Melissa Benache. You are likely familiar with Baked by Melissa, those adorable bite-sized cupcakes. Melissa is really the industry like leader and creator of cute, adorable, bite-sized desserts, except I don't want to keep calling them cute because there's so much more than that. They're They come in a variety of flavors. They are the quintessential gift to give someone for any occasion, whether it's a birthday, Valentine's Day. If someone just had a really shitty day, that works too. I remember back in my first job, one of my close friends from college actually sent me like one of the boxes that the cupcakes come into my office when I was having a crummy day and it it made my day. So if you know anyone that's having a bad day, send them some baked by Melissa cupcakes. But there are so many parts of this episode that I think are going to really resonate with you guys. I also have a lot in common with Melissa, with which most people may not know, besides that we both have a massively insane sweet tooth. But we both were fired from our jobs. Uh, her, she was fired when she was 24. I was fired when I was 25. And she goes in depth and shares really how she created Baked by Melissa and what really got what got her to where she is today and that journey, which is awesome and very, very inspiring. I'm going to share also how I got fired and the whole story of starting my own brand at a later date. My fired anniversary is December 4th, I believe. So I usually do something fun around then. So maybe I'll have Jordan or somebody interview me and we can talk all about my story. But today you are going to be hearing Melissa's and how she really took cupcakes and brought them to life. So Melissa and I, besides getting fired, have a lot in common. We both live in Hoboken and are in the Hoboken Mommies Facebook group. As you'll hear, we mentioned a couple times during the episode And that is how we have actually gotten a bit closer since I moved here. She had so like it was the most amazing energy, the most friendliest human in the world. This woman that I had met one time comes running over to me at the farmer's market when I was pregnant with Ezra a little over a year ago. And it was Melissa. And she said to call her if I ever needed anything and was just such a warm and welcoming human to interact with in on a Saturday morning. And Truthfully, since then, I've taken her up on that. Anytime I've had a question or needed help, she's one of the first people I ask. Anytime I post on the Hoboken Mommies Facebook group, she's the first to reply. She is so helpful in the mom community, and she's also very inspiring to me as she is a mom, basically runs her business and works full time. So very, very, very inspiring. We both also have our names and our brand, which we didn't really touch upon. I mean, she briefly does and talks about why Melissa is in the brand name, but that's something that I personally always think 
is a really good idea if you want, you know, that personality and personal touch behind the brand that you're starting. And on another little fun level, we both have a complete obsession with all things Hue Kitchen and their chocolate. Both have the same flavor obsession of the cashew butter and pure vanilla bean. Get your hands on that. And there is so much more that I can't wait for you guys to hear. So let me know what you think of the episode. If you love it, if you like it, if you know a friend that likes cupcakes or maybe you know a friend who just got fired and you want to share this with them, please share the episode if you enjoy it. You could also rate and review. Any support would mean the world to me as this is the newest project that I am trying to get the word out about. But let me know what you guys think. And if you want a little bit more from me, I'm over on Instagram at Rachel Mansfield. And if you have ever really have any guest requests or topic requests, hit me up. More than happy to chat with you guys and listen to what you want to hear more of. All right. Enjoy the episode. Hello, Melissa. Thank you so much for coming on over to my apartment, aka one of your neighbors here in Hoboken. Thank you for having me. Of course. I am very, very excited to chat with you today for so many different reasons. The first being we have a lot in common, which I don't think most would assume. Um, obvious thing being that we both have a massive sweet tooth since you are the mastermind behind the Baked by Melissa. And we also both live in Hoboken, our moms, working moms. And there's a lot of good stuff that I think you have to share with my audience. So I want to start off by saying how I want to start off with have you say why you started Baked by Melissa, how you started it, because that is where we, I initially felt connected to you because we have very, very similar backstories. So let us know how it all got started. Well, first off, I was thinking about the same thing on my way over here. We have a lot in common. I know. Our love for dessert, first and foremost, but even more than people would think, I, I think. Okay, so why I started Baked by Melissa? <laughs> yeah, why? How, what drove you to start this? Well, why I started Baked by Melissa is because I love cake, plain and simple. Like I was the girl in high school who would like just make concoctions of delicious ingredients into like desserts Yeah, at my friend's house because they always had the best food. And then in college, I started baking and I think that's where I realized I, I love to create things for I actually always mm-hmm. knew I love to create things for people I used to make scrapbooks for my friends and then it turned into baked goods um to me baking is like arts and crafts and you could eat your project and then when I graduated from college I wasn't sure what I wanted to do but where did you go to college Syracuse oh awesome I went to Syracuse I was a child and family studies major because I knew I wanted to be a mom one day and didn't know what else I really wanted to do. <laughs> It was pretty like easy for me to get good grades. So I had a lot of time to like do other things, hang out, bake, you know. Um, and I'm the type of person who would choose a comfy couch over a crowded bar any night of the week. So naturally, you and me <laughs> naturally I started baking. And then graduation came. I knew I needed to get a job. Still wasn't certain as to what I wanted to do. But I thought the interview process would be a great opportunity to see different office environments and and learn. And so 
that's when I realized that I'm really good at interviews because I just started to get every job. And so I started in media and stayed in a media sales role for seven months, baked my first batch of tie-dye cupcakes there for a colleague who was celebrating his birthday. And we both loved the Grateful Dead. So the first batch of tie-dye cupcakes were red, white, and blue tie-dye with the steal your face on them. Then I got a job in advertising as an assistant media planner at Deutsch. And the environment of the office was so cool. I made great friends there, but the work itself was not something I was passionate about. So what was it advertising for or media planning for? Uh, Tylenol, the Tylenol account. Oh, I worked on a bunch of different accounts there, but Tylenol was the my last My first job was in advertising too, not to cut you off, but it was for pharmaceutical sale, pharmaceutical drugs for ulcerative colitis. So there's another thing that we're going to share That's that we so have in common. Funny. Yeah. Yeah. So and funny. I remember when we met the first time, the last account you were working on was the drink buy or something. Am I right? That I actually worked at buy at that uh, point. But yeah, we can chat a little bit more about that. But I want you to keep keep telling everyone. So I wasn't passionate about the work I was doing <laughs> in advertising. And I, what you see is what you get. So it showed. I didn't know how to excel in that role. And I didn't know nearly what I know now. So I got fired because I sucked at my job. Thank God. <laughs> Um, it was like a Wednesday at 11 a.m. I was called to HR. I thought I was getting a raise and I got fired. Um, but in hindsight, it makes complete sense. So you weren't surprised that you got fired. I was at the time. But in hindsight, of course, I am meant to be doing what I'm doing. Like, I remember my supervisor would call me to her cubicle to like check the work that I did. I would like literally write an, an email to the client and she would correct it and then want me to send it. And I remember saying to her, like, why don't you just send the email? Like, this is the dumbest thing. But that's what you have to do to like excel in that type of corporate environment, Mm -hmm. which I was not made for. Um, So I was fired, went right to my brother's office. Ironically, he had just moved into his very first office. He is the definition of an entrepreneur. He and our childhood friends started an interactive agency called Musebox Media. They were building websites for people, um, like wow. really big brands. Yeah. And so ironically, the day I was fired was the day they had gotten their phones installed. So I called my brother from my cubicle, packing up my personal belongings. He, Without hesitation, he said, don't worry, it's the best thing that ever happened to you. Come to my office. He is my best That's friend. Amazing. And you were both in the city. Uh-huh. Yes. We both went to Syracuse. I followed him everywhere. Um, so we he's were older best than you friend. then, correct? We are best friends. Okay. Um, he's three years older than me growing up. I would like follow him and his friends around. Oh, I love Um, I went to the same sleepaway camp he went to. (laughs) I went to the same college he went to. His friends were my friends. And at the time that I was working in advertising, we were like going out to dinner every night. I was hanging out with his friends. Like nobody makes me laugh harder than my brother. I love that. You like light up when you talk about him. He's the best. I'm so lucky. And he also is like my biggest supporter. Always has been. My mom tells us, whatever, I digress. But anyway, I went into his office. We and like we hung out a little. He was trying to make me feel better. And he said, Go home, baker cupcakes. We'll start a business together. Build you a website. Yeah. So it's not crazy that he said that because at the time I was baking my tie dye cupcakes for everyone and anyone. Like the way you're known for baking, um, you're like all whole ingredients, like good for you, dessert. Like that's how I was. And there was no social, there was no Instagram at this time. This was in 2008. And how old were you at this time? 24. Okay. So 
He said, go home, bake your cupcakes. We'll start a business together. Also not crazy that he said that because that was our goal in life. We wanted to start a business together. We had already come up with so many other ideas and tried to implement them. This was like this, this interactive agency was like his 10th business, um, most successful one to that point. And um, yeah, so I went home from being fired. And instead of feeling sorry for myself, I baked cupcakes, four batches, tie dye, of course, cookie dough, peanut butter cup and s'mores, giant cupcakes. I had about 200 of them in my freezer. I wound up sending them into work the next morning with my best friend's little sister with the goal of having the owner of the PR agency she was working at try them, Allison Broad, who was a celebrity to me. She's very well known in the PR. She's very well known. And she's a woman who started her own business and did what I wanted to do. I didn't know how or what I wanted to do, but I knew I wanted to be like that. Um, Carly brought the cupcakes into work. I was like, you know what? Just bring them in. Like all girls love cupcakes. And Allison Broad is known for having an all female workforce. Her office looks super colorful of them when I could see. So yeah. the tiny cupcakes fit in perfectly. Yeah, exactly. And so Allison <laughs> tried them, loved them. Literally 9 a.m. the morning after I was fired from my job, I'm getting texts from Carly being like, oh my God, everyone's freaking out over your cupcakes. Allison brought eight too. She wants to put you in touch with her caterer. Oh my gosh. That's um, I remember happy crying. Yeah. And were they little bite-sized cupcakes at this point? No, in time? they were big. And then I got a call from Allison Broad's caterer to bring me in for a tasting. His name was Ben, like thick Israeli accent. I wound up hanging up. I hung up the phone with Ben. We set up a tasting. I ran back to Brian and Matt's office. I just got a tasting with Allison Broad's caterer. We have to go in there. Like we have a business already and he could be a part of it. I'm big on like, like opportunity, like create, like what is the opportunity? What is the goal? Let's do it. So I knew that for that tasting, like we had to go in there, like we had a business already and he could be a part of it. So Brian was like, okay, we need a name and a logo. I really wanted the company to be called baked, like a natural extension of myself. But my brother Which probably has more than one meeting. Correct? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I like to relax. Um, <laughs> You're re- you have a very calm and Zen energy. It's like already radiates off onto me. It's amazing. Thank you. Um, I don't know that my husband would agree. I think if he was with me for a day, he would, he would laugh. Oh, yes, he actually, would I agree. Totally I when agree. he tells me I'm like crazy, I'm like, you don't know how good. Come on over. It. We'll hang. Um. So, my brother insisted that the name have like a personal tie. So he's like, why do you? You wouldn't even know who Allison Broad was if the name of her company so wasn't true. her name. Yeah. So we settled on Baked by Melissa, which is the best name ever. And while we were having that conversation, his business partner, Matt, who I mentioned is, was our child, is mm-hmm. our childhood friend. Like literally like he grew up the next town over. He knew me just as well as Brian knows me. I call him my brother from another mother. He turns around his monitor. He says, what do you think of this as the logo? It's the same logo we have today. It was the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. I think I cried again. And um, great. I went back Brian to my rocked. apartment. We printed out the logo. I still have the first printout of the logo in my scrapbook because, yes, I have a big by Melissa scrapbook. Um, and I stopped at the Clover Deli, which was on 34th and 2nd, right across the street from my apartment at the time. I used to go there every single day and buy two cupcakes because I could never decide what flavor I wanted. And the guys in there knew me. What were the two that you would always get? What is it the same? They were like, I think Crumbs had like a wholesale deal with all these little bodega type markets. Crumbs. And so it was the Crumbs looking cupcakes. One of them had a chocolate chip cookie on top and one of them had an Oreo on top. So 
One of them had yellow cake and one of them had chocolate cake. And they were like two totally different flavor palettes because I can never decide. And why should you have to? And I exactly. And I would always eat both of them. Um, So anyway, I went into there. I asked for flat pastry boxes. They gave them to me. I glued my logo on top. I decided to bake the cupcakes, the standard mini size for the tasting with the caterer. No paper. They looked very similar to the way that they look today, just slightly bigger. I went in there. He took a bite of each cupcake. He said, wow, these are amazing. From a catering perspective, people love just the bite. If you could figure that out, oh my God, end quote. That's what he said. So I said, okay, great. This is my chance to do what I love every day. I went from his apartment and combed the streets of Manhattan asking strangers on the street, like, hi, do you know where a baking supply store is? (laughs) Um, didn't know they existed. They do found a way to make them just a bite, brought them back. He loved them. And he said, great. I'm doing an event in the Javiana's showroom on spring street in two weeks. Bake me 250 cupcakes. Come wearing all black. Okay. Um, I'm a get shit done person. And at bake by Melissa, our number one core value is get shit done. Like you just got to get it done. Like that's what everyone said at my last job too. That's funny. Yeah. People had mugs that said, get shit done. Yeah, just get it done. Like, mm-hmm. oh, it drives me crazy when like, I think it's a male versus female thing, actually. Like if I have something to do, true. like that- You do it. I And I have time to do it. I'm just going to do mm-hmm. it. So it's one less thing I have to think about. Oh my God, I love you for saying that because last night Jordan came home. I like ate something and he usually gets home at 10, 1030. He like generously brought up my packages from the downstairs, from the lobby they all say perishable in like 12 different languages on the boxes. Like perishable, perishable. I'm sitting on the couch doing work, still pumping. It's an hour and a half later. I get up from the couch, like put the milk away. I look over. He still has all this Tupperware from lunch and breakfast in the backpack. The perishable boxes are sitting there. His clean laundry is still actually next to our bed. And I'm like, hey, just get it done. You came in the door. It could be done in 15 minutes. I will, I will say to my husband, I'm like, can you wash the bottles? And he'll be like, Yeah. I will go into the room, three get hours. dressed, come out, and the, 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 the bottles are still like there. What? I don't understand. You said, you, were, you know what? Forget it. I will do it. And I just do it. And I like yes. stopped asking him to do things because he'll say he's going to do them, but I would prefer to just get it done. There's no reason to procrastinate. No, uh, I completely the bane of my existence. And also, I don't compare my husband to my father often because I just don't, I think that's setting everyone up for uh, utter disaster, but my dad's not that way. So I never grew up with like things getting procrastinated. Like, you know, you had to do right. something, you just My do it. My not that way either. Yeah. I know. So. Uh, I literally, like I, at this <laughs> point, it's like a laughing thing. I'm like. Yeah. I'm like, you'll make up for it. In but he ways. knows. It's it's crazy how like relationships. Um, he knows how much about it. He's getting better. How long have you been with your husband? How did you meet him? Mm-hmm. Do you know? You know, I did a little bit of stalking about you before you came here, obviously. And you opened your first, like, like not store, like a store, a little storefront, like a window, right? In Soho. And he had come there on, it was the opening day. So the great, this is a great segue. So <laughs> for that first event with the caterer, yeah. my brother, we shot my first web, our hour first website baked by melissa.com we purchased it from a lady in california for like a hundred bucks oh baked by melissa she was taken owned, yeah i like oh saw the gosh. email recently um we shot all the pictures for the website on my like 75 dollar ikea coffee table we put a white bed sheet under uh so when you went to baked by melissa.com you had this beautiful rotating jewel worthy slideshow and 
And then you could order 100 cupcakes or more to be delivered by me from my apartment using the subway pay via PayPal. The way I used to match up to make sure like somebody actually, I received payment and the yeah. order is hilarious. Um, so for that first event, we had e-com before we had retail. Like before I did my first event, we had a website where you could purchase. And that is yeah. Brian Bouchel, the genius of my brother. And ahead of the times, because like yeah. back then, like you wouldn't weren't ordering every single thing on Amazon. And we ordered business cards that had my name, my home oh address, my, my cell phone number two zero one seven three nine five two five two, and and my apartment address twenty seven G. My parents gosh. were like, "What are you doing? <laughs> like giving your home address and cell phone?" And so they came to this event. They saw these freaking amazing. I took something everyone already loves, made them even cuter, mm-hmm. just a bite. Freaked out, took a card, go to bakebymonths.com, order, and I was just doing it out of my apartment. Oh my gosh, I love this. Um, so that's how we like started the company. And then we opened our first store. There's like other stuff in between, but to get to how I met my husband. But was that surreal opening like a little place in Soho where you could yeah. like physically take a cupcake that you made and just hand it to somebody out of a window? I have learned that confidence is earned. So I'm 35. We've been in business for 11 years, which is. Okay. I. Yeah, I'm insanely proud. And I was not nearly the person I am today. I hadn't experienced anything, never had worked a day in retail. I worked at a bar in Syracuse and babysat growing up, but but that's mm-hmm. about it. Um sitting okay, so the way it was the the our first location was a pickup window that was attached to Cafe Barry on literally the most highly trafficked foot uh, the yeah. high most highly foot trafficked corner in Manhattan. And did you in run Soho. that? So I had gone on a tasting there a couple of months prior um, because Ben, the caterer, would send me on these random tastings. I would cold call people, Mm -hmm. really just anything to get the product out there. And so the owner of the cafe, Danny, when he tried the cupcake, he looked at me. He said, I love you. I'm storing you in my phone as cupcake and I'll be in touch. Called me up a few weeks later towards the end of the summer. He said, hey, cupcake, I have an idea. I usually rent a booth in the Union Square Holiday Market for that six-week period of time of the holiday season. It does okay. I sell soup and hot cocoa. But I think your cupcakes could make a killing. I have a proposition for you. Move into my empty space here in my kitchen, my commercial kitchen in Cafe Barry, and sell me your product at cost. I will brand the booth baked by Melissa and sell them and see what happens. So we did that. I moved in to the kitchen in Cafe Barry on November 22nd, 2008, seven months after I started baking out of my apartment, hired my first employee. He was an R&B singer. He had a single with Snoop Dogg. He worked for Ben the Caterer. He was a stripper by night. He was like this big guy who could like <laughs> lift me up like this. And the two of us baked 16 hours a day, seven days a week for the duration of the holiday market. Sold out every day. Wound up opening in the Columbus Circle and Bryant Park holiday markets. Like people, we knew we had an incredible product. Like Naomi Watts and Leave Schreiber like came. Like we had all these celebrity people coming and trying our product. Like everyone loved our cupcakes. It was what most is not to love. It was there's no that's it was, surreal. It was magical. And so when the holiday market ended, we knew we had this incredible opportunity. And that's when we decided to open our first retail location in True Baked by Melissa Form, a bite size, if you will, pickup window. And um yeah, so that pickup window was attached to Cafe Barry. And so Cafe Barry, our landlord for our, our kitchen, yeah. who I we gave a small piece of equity and then we're, we weren't even paying rent, 
That's um, amazing. That was our first retail location. So anyway, it was attached to Cafe Barry. The bar to the cafe was like right next to the window. Opening day, I hired somebody to work the booth, baked enough product so I could like relax for the first time in God knows how, how long. Did you have to bake for like, how did you um, even know how to forecast what to oh, bake? Oh, we didn't. You're, you're, you're so type A. I'm so not like that. Like, it's like, I have a rack of cupcakes. Great. Like, whatever. I have a dozen if, we, cupcakes. if we sell out, that's great. No business plan, no thinking about health yeah. department or any of that stuff. We fell under the health department in Cafe Barry. I took my food handlers class while I was like doing all of that stuff. You know, but I was that was the ask first about that, time. And I was like, I'm not even going to ask about that on this because people ask all the time, like, how did you know you were allowed to bake out of your apartment? I probably You're wasn't. Not. Yeah. No. But, but I tried to do that. Jordan wouldn't let me. But like you, I, I had two roommates, a fake wall. I just baked no, and baked and baked. I Nobody cared. It was the coolest product ever. I would have done what you did if I wasn't married. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> there's too many. There's too much. I get it. So opening day, I'm sitting at the bar of Cafe Barry, freaking out. I'm 24 years old thinking, who's going to stop at this hole in the wall and buy cupcakes they've never heard of before? Yeah. David Z was sitting next to me at the bar. David Z owned a chain of shoe stores. His nephew, Ronnie Feig, who founded Kith worked with him. You're positioned next to like a lot of awesome people. Yeah. So David was like a celebrity to me, the namesake of his brand. Yeah. And Ben, the caterer, was like, that's David Z. I would have never known. He's like an older, also yeah. Israeli man, ca total character, <laughs> like your friend said, who takes it too far sometimes. So David sitting at the bar, his office was right across the street. He like was coming for his morning coffee like he did every day. He looks at me. He looks at the bartender. He says, Adi, who is that beautiful girl? The bartender looked me up and down. He said, that's going to be my wife. And I looked at him. I was like, what a douche. Like, who says that? Yeah. And anyway, that's how I met my husband, the bartender. Um, oh my the way he looked at me was like, nobody ever looked at me before. I, and yeah, so we fell in love rather quickly. As you were starting a business. So you yeah. had a lot of life the changes day we happening opened, at one time. <laughs> the day we opened our first store is the day I met my Chill. husband. I wound up hiring him like less like while we were like hooking up like a like a month or two later. What did you hire him to do? What was his first position? So there was one weekend that my brother was in Colorado for a wedding and I was running production, pickup orders, the retail location, delivery orders. I had at this point I had like a team, a small team of yeah. people. Um and I just, I was overwhelmed. Adi kept being like, if you need help, I'll help you. I'm like, oh my God, I need help with deliveries. So he literally ran deliveries in Manhattan with like Alex and this other kid who did deliveries for me and would come back from each delivery and make like operational suggestions um, that were very, very helpful. Yeah. And so he started that way. And then one day he goes, let me try and ice a cupcake. And I'm sure you know that you can either ice a cupcake or you can't. Like, it's just like, and I, you can't train, I could train somebody to be better at icing a cupcake, but you either have it or you don't. And he had You're it. born with it or you can't ice it. So the two of us ice every cupcake we sold for about two and a half years after that, we fell in love icing cupcakes. The first Valentine's Day we were together, it was like 9 p.m. on Valentine's Day, which is our busiest day mm -hmm. of the year today still. Um, and I was like, you didn't do anything for me for Valentine's Day. And he looks at me and he's like, I just put. I just made you thousands and thousands of little tiny cupcakes with little tiny hearts on them. I just made you money by yeah. helping you. Yeah. So. And he still ices the cupcakes, right? If you, if I remember correctly. So we're the product development team. Basically, now I create and conceptualize all of our product, which means I go into my office. You have a dream job. 
(laughs) And I say, this is one of many things that I do on a daily basis, but usually I'll be like, oh, freak, I need to like come up with Q4 product. So I'll go into my office, I'll open like an email draft and I'll just write it out. My vice president like saves all of my emails because she thinks they're like the most genius, funny. Like I literally break it all down. Like, okay, Valentine's Day here, flavor one, icing, stuffing, cake, chopping, and then any new recipes, because we've been Mm -hmm. doing this for 11 years, a lot of the components we have BOMs for and recipes. Um, I'll just like in parentheses, write One cup, like, like desiccated cook, like, Mm -hmm. like grind it for two minutes, like, and then do it. So, and then um, my vice president puts it all into spec sheets, sends them to a D and he makes everything. And then he comes into the office with a tasting. You work with your husband. Your brother used to work as a CEO for eight years. Yes. Now, how is that like working? I mean, with your brother, I get the vibe that you guys probably, I mean, I'm sure you had like arguments here and there. No, they both suck and are amazing at the same time. Like they're both the hardest, most incredible things ever. But you work with your husband and then you come home every day and then, you know, you go to sleep together. So is it hard to kind of shut off like life? and your work life and then like you have your kids and you have things going on like do you have like boundaries and like how much work you can talk about on weekends or just it's a very easy so it's actually it's interesting when my brother was our ceo we needed more boundaries my okay it was act that was the more challenging relationship um because there can only be one person in charge and when your big brother is technically your boss mm-hmm. mm, mm, um and he, without Brian, I mean, like, he was the most incredible CEO. Um, we wouldn't, Big Bemos would not exist without him. And it was very challenging at times. If I felt very passionately about something and I didn't agree with him, who wins? You know, and I learned, I, I learned and grew so much working with my brother that I just feel so fortunate to have had that opportunity. I learned self-control. I learned how to change my response. I learned that I can only I I can only control the way I respond to the things that happen to me. Mm-hmm. I learned that I'm not always going to get my way. I like there I learned that even though I feel very passionately that something might be a certain way, I might not be right. I learned that it's okay to be wrong. I learned like all of these things. And so I tested a lot of different ways of responding to my brother in particular. And I think because my husband, boyfriend, fiance, husband, and I were in a similar position in that regard, we had that that we shared. And I would say that because I had the opportunity to have him by my side during these challenging moments, it weirdly brought us closer together and prevented me from like literally jumping off a cliff at at times because like he kind of was more in like my position more often, even though nobody's like really in my position because I'm also Melissa, whatever. So I think that was helpful. And then of course, working with my husband, we, so we worked out of Cafe Barry, that kitchen for a long, for like two years. And that was just, we were falling in love. And then when we opened our second store in January of 2008 in Union Square, we decided to move all of our baking to one location. And we rented a 10,000 square foot facility in New Jersey. And that's when we moved all of our baking there. So the two of us trained a team of people to really start baking our cupcakes. And that's when we probably butt heads the most because we didn't have clear roles and responsibilities. We were doing the same thing and like who's right, who's wrong. 
Same with product development. As the company grew and we put more structure in place, that was super helpful. And then I stopped spending every day in the bakery and a D kind of. So now we have such different roles and responsibilities within the organization. I could not do my job without him. He's my right hand. And at this point, nobody understands my palate and my creative process better than my husband. And we're so crazy competitive. So now we've learned like competitive in a good way. Like Mm -hmm. when we even when we make like dinner for friends, like he wants to make a better dish than me. And same for cupcakes. If I tell him to make a certain vegan flavor, he'll be like, okay, I'll make it. But check this out. Do you guys have very similar personalities? Like is he (laughs) extroverted or more introverted? My husband is not like me at all. He's he would say that he thinks he's socially awkward. I'm like, no, you're not. If you go to Israel and you go to like a bodega to buy like shaving cream or like candy. The first time I went to Israel with my husband, like we were in a bodega, like getting something random. And, you know, they're speaking Hebrew. I don't understand. I just like feel like the energy. And when we left, I'm like, are you were you friends with the cashier? He's like, no, why? Like just the way that you guys are talking to each other. And that's how it is in Israel. I like I don't know how else to say it. And that's how he is. Like he's so he talks to everyone, like everyone on our team, like like everyone he meets, like in the same level. Like he he's just the best. He doesn't sound socially awkward. He sounds like a social person. Yeah, he's the best. I don't know. And are you one to like drum? He up gives me like, the spotlight. Like he's very good. Like he knows. But you're also like it's really called baked by too. Melissa. But like he bakes <laughs> half the shit. You know. That's really true. Yeah. But like you're a really social person too. Like I remember when I was standing at the farmers market. I think I was pregnant with Ezra at this time. The Hoboken farmers market. And at that point, I hadn't seen you since the Spoon University yeah. video. And you came like running up, like saying hello, and. Like to me, like I, I would have just kept walking. I wouldn't even notice. And you were like so outgoing and so friendly and so personable. I would have thought that I had seen you every day for the last year. Well, it's so he's not like that. Okay. He would see you from a distance and be like, hey, that's her. But like I'm and I got more like that because we were very like we worked so hard before we had kids. We were just like we would come home from work and I would like smoke a bowl and like mm. chill. Like that's what I would do every single day. We would like cook meals for our friends, but like we weren't like very, very social. And then we had kids and I really wanted to be social for my children. I wanted to make my children friends. And so we kind of together like made a pact. And I realized that, you know, like when you're like more of a public personality, you kind of like are thrown into this position where like you're forced to be a certain way. And that paired with like, I think everyone wants to be approached the way I approached you, you know, and like, I know that because I would want to be approached that way. So why not be that person? It was such like a warm and cozy, like feeling like, oh my God, like you would have thought that we were like best friends from college. And I remember walking away saying, Jordan, oh my gosh, I'm so happy that Melissa just said hi to us. And it like made, it like made my day. And I think we were having a baby. We had no, like at that point in time, we had like no friends in Hoboken really that had kids. We had like a couple people we know. And, you know, the Hoboken Moms community, like, that's like a big cult here. That's a huge. That's I was you like I know. And I just want to help. I think being pregnant and moving to a new place, it's like, oh, my gosh, they're so overwhelming. Like, and you know what the truth is, even if you weren't and we were in Manhattan or wherever you lived before and 
you are like in your comfort zone, like everyone has their crap, like just be nice, go out of your way. Like at the beginning, it was like going out of my comfort zone to be nice to people. But now it's like my favorite thing to do. Oh my God, I'm crazy. No, you're not crazy at all. I mean, I'm the person like making conversation with like the cashier, basic food and like whole foods. Like I literally try and be friends with everyone because you never know, you never know like how their day is going. You also like never know when you'll bump into them again. And I don't know. I like establishing more like quality relationships with people. And I think it's really important to lead by example, especially today. Let's take a little short break to talk about some snacking, some cooking, and some baking. You guys know that is forever my bread and butter. So it would only be fitting for me to take a little interruption from this podcast episode to talk to you guys about one of my absolute favorite brands in the entire universe. You're not going to be surprised when I tell you who it is after seeing me post about them for over four years on my blog and Instagram, but Simple Mills. They are game-changing. They have been an industry leader in terms of revolutionizing the baking mixes, cooking mixes, ready-to-eat snacks. Every year and every few months, they really come out with these new products. And I'm like, how do you do it? But let's step back a little bit. In case you're like, what is Simple Mills? Like, what do they make? Well, thank you so much for asking. All of Simple Mills products are completely gluten-free, grain-free, non-GMO, and they don't have any gums or anything creepy in their ingredient lineup. They're the type of product where you can pick up anything that they have, turn to the back to look at the ingredients, and you're like, wow, you guys are awesome. I can trust really anything you make. I make so many different things in the kitchen using their almond flour baking mixes, their cooking mixes. I snack on their almond flour crackers, especially the cheddar ones that taste like Cheez-Its every single day. Literally, Jordan's like, Rachel, you opened that box yesterday. How has it gone already? They're crunchy cookies. They're soft-baked cookies. But when it comes to my most recent obsession with their snacking, let's talk a little bit about their soft-baked bars. When I was at Expo East in in September, yeah, a few months ago now, I was told that Simple Mills was going to be launching a new snack of sorts. And when I went over to their booth, I saw that they had these soft baked bars, four different flavors, spiced carrot cake, nutty banana bread, dark chocolate almond, and chunky peanut butter. Are you salivating yet? Because I am just even like speaking about these again. And the best part is the ingredients. I can't get over how they continue to make these products made with real ingredients that you would use in your own home. The chunky peanut butter bar, for example, has is made with nut and nut flour blend of peanuts, almonds, organic coconut, sweetened with honey. There's a seed blend with sunflower, flax, and chia seeds, a little bit of organic coconut oil, egg whites, sea salt. Like I can't. Baking soda, no gums, no fillers, no things that I don't know what they are, don't know how to pronounce. It's amazing. Lately, I've been microwaving the either the banana bread one or the chunky peanut butter one for a few seconds in the microwave, or you could put it in the oven if the microwave isn't your thing, totally fine. And drizzling some nut butter on top or dark melted dark chocolate, oh my God, you will thank me. Or you can have the spiced carrot cake one with a little dollop of coconut ice cream warmed up. 
Yeah, now we're talking. You can find all of their products in Whole Foods on their website, Amazon. I'll link to them in the show notes. And in case you need a little bit of recipe inspo using some of their amazing cooking and baking mixes, you can snag so many recipes using their products on my blog. There are paleo everything bagels on there using the pizza dough mix because that is how versatile their products are. Okay, we'll get back to this episode now, but please don't forget Simple Mills. They are amazing. And thank you guys so much for sponsoring this podcast. And with your daughters. So you have two beautiful daughters who I still have yet to meet because the time I was supposed to come over to make challah with you. You're I still figuring out motherhood. I'm still figuring out motherhood. Eight, eight, eight months it deep. It doesn't and I'm get like, easier. It only gets harder. Oh, you know what? I know. I'm just surprised. And I'm like, my eyes are still open right now as I'm talking to you. But when, how old were you when you had your first daughter? And like, I have a few questions. Let's start with that. How old were you when you had your first daughter when you were pregnant? I think I had just turned 32. It was two, week, two weeks after my 32nd birthday. And how long birthday. were you married for? Like five years. Point. Oh, so you guys had like quality time together. Yeah beforehand yeah and did you did. live in hoboken at the like did we you lived got in married? manhattan okay i never wanted like baked by melissa is my firstborn child and i wanted to be as like leaving manhattan was very hard for me but Same. i needed a home and you know i knew so our bakery is in new jersey and my husband and i when i was pregnant were both commuting from new jersey back into the city and i remember being eight months pregnant looking at my husband being like home like sitting in traffic on 57th street going to the east side like this time that we're spending in traffic will be time away from our children and so we decided to move somewhere that was more convenient to the bakery that was also an easy commute for me to the office which is in union square and so hoboken was perfect for that we moved to hoboken december 31st um exactly one month my daughter was born on january 31st so December 20, December 31st. You moved when you were about to pop. Oh, and I moved again before my second one, exactly a month before. Oh I don't, literally on How? Memorial Day weekend and she, the other one was born on June 29th. So yeah, I don't know why I do that, I, but it's good. You're like ready to go. Yeah, it was my nesting. I remember sitting on the floor <laughs> of my empty apartment in Hoboken, so pregnant while Adi was like figuring out how to get the dining room table upstairs with the movers. and. I was so depressed. Like, I was like, I can't believe we did it. And guess what? It was the best thing we ever did. I love Hoboken more than anything. Like, the community here, every, I say, like, everyone has babies and bellies. Yeah. No, it's true. Cause when we first moved here, we lived in Chelsea for a couple of years and moved down to Battery Park. And then Jordan and I, we started, we wanted to start a family, but we had a little difficulty getting pregnant at first. So I read not- your whole story on your oh, blog. Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, we were like, maybe we should, you know, find out where we're going to live. We can't have a baby in the city. It just wasn't practical. Yeah. I'm from New Jersey. Where, where are you from? Burton where? County. Oh, okay. So you're from New Jersey where too. Where are you from? Princeton area of Hillsborough. Mm. Mm. Um, so we moved here. We also were so overpaying rent. We wanted to own something. Yeah. We didn't want to like be flushing money down the toilet anymore. We wanted like a sense of equity. So we bought a place in Hoboken and then still continued to struggle to get pregnant for about a year. And it really is, what did you get? Bellies and babies? Babies and bellies. Babies and bellies. It really is. Like you walk anywhere, all you see are like strollers and you need it. I said you needed a stroller or a dog as like a prerequisite to like really fit in here unless you were just graduating college and like wanted that like blackout, go out on weekends, 
frat bro phase, which my brother uh, phase, which my brother just moved to Hoboken and he's like oh, loving life here. Oh my god, here. that's amazing. Yeah, he lives 0.3 miles from my apartment. You must be and then so my mom happy. and dad moved 1.7 miles. I saw. I think it's so <laughs> They're sweet. wild. But it's Hoboken so nice. itself has been amazing with yeah. the BB. And you're very active in the Hoboken Mommies Facebook group because when I would post anything like frantically, you're one of the first people that always responds to me. you get a notification we're Facebook friends. But like, I just want to be helpful. I want to use my experience. I think I, I mean, you know, like you also had the, listen, like your challenge I'm sure was such a difficult time and also gave you the certainty that you were ready to be a mom. So, you know, like there's like all these different ways people come into being a parent. I had a full time business like that I wanted to, you know, the literally the first person in my organization, like in my like corporation to become a parent, like. I wanted so to show them So did you get to write all. the maternity leave? What, what was we your maternity leave We have three months maternity. That's paid. good. That's yeah. amazing. And I also, but I took eight weeks, the first one. And then I promised myself I would take the full maternity leave. Because yeah. the first one, I was still trying to prove myself to myself and to my brother. Um, but yeah, like, it, and then like, somebody posted to Hoboken Mommies. Oh my gosh. This is the second time I've referenced this in like an interview setting. So I so apologize to the person (laughs) if she hears this. But she, it was like recently somebody posted like, I'm embarrassed to write this, but has anyone seen any like couples, counselors? Because I have a three month old at home and my husband and I are having a really challenging time and I just need to talk to somebody. It's probably my fault too. So I, I saw it and right away I was like, I don't have anyone for you, but I just wanted to say it's completely normal, which yeah, it is. Like I it is. literally like it's so hard to figure out how to be a parent by yes. yourself, let alone with somebody else. You're like sharing responsibilities. You both grew up differently. I mean, in my case, you're both sleep deprived. <laughs> yeah. So and like when you become a parent, you don't even know what it's going to do to you. No, you like no you both idea. change. Anyway, I just I know firsthand that it's an incredible beautiful and really freaking challenging time it is it definitely is and it de- it gets easier like the first for me personally i was running on adrenaline for the first three or so months after ezra i didn't really take much of a maternity leave at all just like probably a couple weeks fortunately we hired an amazing nanny who was like a godsend angel i love so dearly when ezra was he she started when ezra was eight weeks so i guess technically i took like eight weeks of like not going to not working full throttle, but it's hard. And like after when four months hit, like I personally definitely struggled with a little postpartum where I just was not happy. I was like lashing out. I wasn't feeling like myself. I was treating myself like shit. I was treating Jordan like shit. And it's such an adjustment. And I remember saying to myself like, what am I going to do? Like how is, how do moms function like this? And especially balancing work. And I never, I don't want to sound like an asshole, but I never had like mom guilt. Like I never felt guilty for like focusing on work over focusing on Ezra, which I felt made me feel guilty that I would like <laughs> rather be responding to emails than changing his diaper at times. Um, but when you went back to work, who watched your kid or who really watches your daughters now? And I mean, I know the answer, but I want you to like share. Um, and how was that transition for you like leaving them? Well, so with our first one, we hired a nanny. Are you? Oh, yeah. Who we love. 
She was amazing. And then we went to Israel to visit my in-laws for two weeks and we came home and she did not show up on Monday. <gasps> and we couldn't get in touch with her for 24 hours. How long was she your nanny for? Six months. Ah, more. Nine months because what? she- I didn't, with, with Scotty, with our first, I didn't have a day alone with her. I went from having, we had a baby nurse for two weeks and then the nanny started and it was my own insecurity. Like I didn't feel. Yeah, no, I feel you. I didn't feel confident. Um, I still feel that way half the time. So I, I was like that too. Um, so she didn't show up for work and we couldn't get in touch with her. We had a daycare across the street from our apartment. So I called them and we had a very close friend who sent their kid there and loved it. Never thought I would be a daycare parent. Um, asked them to come in for a tour Monday at 6 p.m. We went. And I was like, great, can she start tomorrow? And they said, sure. And so Scotty started at daycare. But did you ever hear from your nanny? Default. Yes. And she said, sorry, they went to Florida. She lost her phone. What? I don't care. I need to rely on her. It was, it was fine. Like, oh my this gosh. is somebody I'm trusting with my child. Yeah. Um, you can't, like, it was... You, you could also sense when people aren't necessarily telling the entire truth. I think she had other things going on. It was a blessing. A um, daycare turned out to be great. I cried yeah. for the first week, and I'm not the mom who cries. Like, yeah. I'm, like not at all. Um, it's, in my opinion, I think everything has their pros and cons. Like, for me, I think it's harder on the parents. You don't have somebody doing your kid's laundry and cleaning up, and I'm, like, you know, sending food and bottles and all that stuff. Then when we had our second one, and the thought of a nanny sounded amazing, but I didn't want to employ somebody for a short period of time knowing that I I really love daycare. I think it teaches my kids socialization and yeah. whatever. Pros and cons. Um, I I grew up with a stay at home mom, so I, and when she started dropping me off at like kindergarten and stuff, I I I couldn't. I was so I missed her so much. I cried all the time. My kids are never going, and that was great. And I live, I'm so happy with the way I turned out. And I love mm -hmm. my parents so much. They're the best ever. Um, but I'm really proud that like my kids will never remember a time where they weren't getting up, getting dressed, and getting out the door. Um, and so, second one, I had my three months maternity leave. Did I like we had a baby nurse for two weeks? Couldn't wait to just have my time with her because I didn't have that with Scotty. Literally cherished every moment with Lenny on maternity leave, put her in daycare when she was three months old, which was very hard. She was very young. She got a lot of colds because it was October. I was going to say, was it flu season? Um, but she now, she, I, mean, I don't want to jinx it, but she yeah. hasn't been sick like in so long. It was uh, her immune system. Yeah, so now she's in daycare too. We just started her in a new one. And I love it. It's hard. Like I have a lot of shit to do all the time. Mm -hmm. Laundry, bottles. Like we have a cleaning lady come twice a week. That's awesome. That's my like whatever yeah and uh it's great what's your biggest challenge being a working mom what is like the hardest part i i think the definition for me my definition of happiness and success is having the opportunity to work hard towards something that you love and so i have the fortune um i have the great fortune to work hard towards my family that i love and my business that i love and it and it's really hard so like it's also what challenges me most like i also i love food like i love to to create like baking aside like 
my happy place is in you my kitchen. You guys do a lot of cooking. I always watch your stories yeah. and you like bake holla. You'll make these like Israeli dishes. And I say to Jordan, um, when am I getting invited over for dinner? And that's, I you, you will have an invitation. <laughs> that's the only, that's only when I have the time when I think to video it, but I do that every day. So like yeah. I, we probably order in, we order in when the kids have a babysitter or right. like tonight we'll order in because we have friends coming and like, um, I'll probably order from like three different places and um, and I'll make a salad. But so that's the hardest part. Like I literally, I'm the morning routine parent. My husband's the afternoon routine parent. So he gets out, he's in the bakery. The bakery starts early and ends early. early. So he picks the girls up most days, although I do pick up the girls like at least twice a week. Um, but I make dinner for everyone. Mm-hmm. I clean up dinner. He gives And everybody the same thing. Hell freaking no. No? My three oh and a half God. year old is a is a choosy eater. Okay, she eats like pasta, mac and cheese, pizza, like all of the things that Carbs. like y- yeah, it's right. white food as they call yeah, it. As a lot of moms yeah, call it. it's crazy. I never thought I would have a picky eater. Although it's a my, fa- it's a phase. My second, so my three and a half year old is mm-hmm. a vegetarian, self proclaimed vegetarian. Yes. Okay, she has never had meat. It's the do you or your husband eat meat all the time? We put meat in her puree when she was six months old like we would yeah often like we would all different ways yeah of course if even at daycare they'd be like she spits it out <gasps> like she refused one time she had beef jerky because it was coming out of a pet my husband loves beef jerky so he was yeah, eating beef too. jerky and she's like what's that that and she's he's like here try it and she took a bite she's like, <laughs> like wow yeah it's so crazy in- and fish too yep we're, we're, we always try she loves spaghetti, mac and cheese. Like she loves fruit. Yeah. I never make her heard of crazy that. pancakes with health and like I I I figure like I make her smoothies. Like I put raw yeah. beet and makes it hot pink. She loves it. I definitely get that. Like I can You sneak it in when you can. Yeah, she loves perfect bars. Well, her and I have that in common. Yeah. What's your favorite flavor? Cho- dark chocolate chip, uh, the peanut butter the with chocolate the chocolate chip chips. Peanut- Although, does she eat the kids one or the regular? The one? regular. They came. I, oh she, man, my soulmate. She's been eating the regular perfect bars before they came out. You told me that they came I, out with kids. Yeah. But it, and she only eats half, which is funny. Okay. In my head, I'm like the the kids one is probably just like a half portion. It is. That's actually really funny. Scotty eats only half, and then she's done. I'm gonna give you some of the cups to take home for your daughter. Oh my god, so amazing! And so, but then when we got home from is we were in Israel for my brother's wedding like last week. We got home on yeah, Sunday, Monday morning. I was like, "You want a bar?" I was so excited to give her a perfect bar because they're like packed with health. Yeah, and easy. And, yeah, and so easy. And she took a couple bites. She's like, "There's nuts in here." Like, yeah, there's no? nuts in there. So then I had the dark chocolate almond one. I'm like, oh, I have here, have a chocolate bar. And she loved it. So, you, you know, you she just, just needed like, the variety. We used to tell my brother when he was eating swordfish when he was younger that he was eating white steak because he like wouldn't like eat that. it. He like knew it tasted yeah. like swordfish. It, it was called swordfish. So everything was like a different name. You just have to keep trying. With our one-year-old, however, she yeah. is a garbage disposal. Literally, like she eats so much. Like, and I make her like meatballs and chicken Mm -hmm. and like all and like vegetables and she and she loves like Italian food so we just started giving her like pizza like we had leftover pizza from from where from Scotty we do hothouse because it's close I've never had hothouse it's actually really good pizza I go to Dizino because it's we love Dizino we had Scott we had Lenny's first birthday at Dizino 
we just had Jordan's 30th and we had his Ezra's gender reveal there. Yeah. It's so, I'm jealous that there was it was a summer birthday. Does you know is a great exactly. If you have a so good. a warm other birthday, it's the perfect place to have. They were so good. Have you gone to Bread and Salt, his other place no, in but the we, Heights? We talked about it the last <gasps> Ezra time had pizza there. there. That was how he like broke his pizza virginity at six months. My mom wanted to kill me. But he just like took the crust and chewed on it like a teething toy. Oh, it's fine. Well, now so now Lenny is 15 months. I got a They're text a from a D last night, like or at like 445. Mm-hmm. Babe, Lenny just had two whole eggs and two pieces of pizza. I'm like, she probably didn't eat all day at daycare. He's like, she did. Check the app. Like, I was like, oh. Check the app? Yeah, they like see, like you like what you daycare is great. They all they like you get pictures, you know when they pee and poop Oh, yeah, don't tell this. And- my husband's gonna be like, we're sending Ezra to daycare. He like watches the monitor when he's sleeping. Oh, and my husband. There are cameras that you could log into. No, oh my god, no, Jordan. You're I don't even. To this. I don't have to log in. I I want no part oh in it. But gosh. like my, I was in the bakery yesterday, um, with one of our new hires giving her a tour, and Adi's like, "Oh, Lenny is so cute." I'm like, "What?" He's like, "Look at her sitting at her at her it's high so chair, creepy. tapping her fingers." I know. I I don't want to know. That's why I sent no. her to daycare. Like, do yeah, you take care out of sight, of out of mind? Yeah. When Jordan comes home from work, if I don't have the monitor sitting right here and it's like not on with the lights and the sound on. He's like, where's Ezra? He's sleeping. Well, Ezra sleeps right next to this wall. That's where the couch is. Peep, you're going to hear I live in a thousand square feet. Like I don't live in this huge house. And we don't use a monitor. Thank you. We used a monitor until Scotty was literally two months and we were like, this is the silliest <laughs> thing. We would keep it on our phone because we use Nest. And yeah, like, then, I wouldn't get that for him. Then I was like, um, I hear it twice. Like she's right there. Exactly. It's like a double whammy. Yeah. Although I'm, I sleep like in a coma, so I actually hear nothing with or without the monitor. So when Jordan would like go away for a weekend or like it was just Ezra and I, I had to sleep with that monitor on loud in my pillow. So like then it comes in handy, but like when I'm awake and it's a nap, it's fine. That's so silly. Um, our parents didn't have all that crap, and we turned out fine. It's good to cry sometimes. We use. Now we just use it like for home security. Like we have cameras. Yeah, it's, good. it's like great. I love it. I can, and I could like go back and see it. Have you left your daughters for a long period of time now at this point? Like have you and your husband gone on vacation? Oh God, just us? You just hit the area of contention. Okay. We can talk about that later. No, <laughs> because my husband is psycho. Great. So me and you can go away and then Jordan can hang It's out. crazy. We left my daughter with my in-laws for two nights when she okay. was six months old. To oh, go I'm to so Bray Sheet in Israel, which is the most beautiful place in the world. Yeah. Two, wait, you flew to Israel for two nights? No, we, we were in Israel for two oh, weeks and okay. we left her with my in-laws. While you're, okay. Um, and literally, I'm just thinking, no, have not left her since. I'll fucking kill him. Like, it's, it is the pain point in our marriage. Like, I think he's crazy. Yeah. My parents are distraught over it. Like, I get it. Like, I, at this point, like, I'm not even going to fight it. Like, I've tried everything. He just doesn't want to? He's like, it's not, he's just, I don't know. Like, ner- like I actually, so my in-laws live in Israel. That's awesome. And um, they don't really speak English, but I love my mother-in-law and we're the same. How do you communicate? So she learned English for me when I started dating oh, a I D. Um, but like, we're, we have so much in common and like, so I do talk to her. I use Google Translate. And so we had this, we talked about everything a lot. And she was like, Melissa, he's just a nervous parent. Like we were nervous parents. It took like months to get her, to get the aha moment. 
Um, but I think he'll come around. Um, Him and I, Jordan sound very similar. I love my kids. Like, it's fine. Like, the truth is I'm happiest when I'm with them. But, like, mama, mommy needs – yeah. And I've I've traveled for business. Like I have gone away. He has gone away for bachelor uh, bachelor parties. So like we just haven't gone away together, which okay. might, it'll happen. It'll happen. But it'll it's happen crazy soon. that it hasn't. I still haven't even left Ezra for more than three hours and he's eight months. That's crazy. Yeah, I'm dying. But I'm also still nursing him. And I, I do it to myself. Like I have a full time nanny. Like I could leave here at eight o'clock in the morning, yeah. come on at five thirty, but I choose not to because And it's also your job allows you to like my that. job I ha- I'm home I'm in the kitchen yeah, it's yeah. like if I'm not in the kitchen like doing recipes like where am I I have a lot of like computer work to do but I feed him I still nurse him every three hours and I'm so lazy I hate pumping so I pump a couple times a day when I have to but I don't want to like pack a pump and a cooler no, totally. it's like it's like daunting but I'm patiently counting down till when he's a year old so I can go away and it's actually timed perfectly for my cookbook tour because he turns one January 26th Oh, wait, really? Scotty's yeah. birthday is January 31st. Real? Oh, my gosh. Oh, but so is he a Capricorn or is he a... Oh, I don't know. I don't I know. Want to, I'm, I'm a Capricorn. I wanted Scotty to be a Capricorn. I don't think he not. is. She's a... Aquarius? Aquarius. Is that, he's Aquarius. My an Aquarius. Because one of my best friends is an Aquarius. And when I was due February 22nd, she was like, I hope he comes really early. So then he's an Aquarius. And he did. So she was in luck. Um... <laughs> I have a couple more questions actually about Faith by Melissa, if you don't mind talking a little bit more about work stuff, because I was obviously stalking, like I said, stalking the website and the macaroons. When were those introduced? And I feel like they fly under the radar. They do. Like why they're so like funny. the hidden we were gem. Talking about this yesterday, we don't give them the attention they deserve. We yeah, will. They're awesome. We. I have a plan for that. Okay. Um. The macarons are naturally gluten-free. We launched them. I want to say, I had never made a macaron before. And my brother was like, we should have macarons. It's hard to make. They're very hard. But I think it was like my New Year's resolution in January 2014. To learn how to make a macaron? Yeah, I I worked from home for the first week of the year. I bought a book. I watched YouTube videos, learned how to make macarons. Ours are the best. They're so good. The double chocolate flavor is, I crave that almost more than anything. And also our vegan chocolate flavor, which is weird because I'm okay. neither ve- vegan. The or vegan gluten-free. cupcake chocolate flavor? Mm-hmm. It's so good. It's I can't wait to try crazy them. good. Melissa generously bought me, brought me some of her cupcakes, which I was hoping that she was going to. Of course. I can't. If I, you know, if I don't, then it's That's up. how I feel when I show up to a meeting and like I don't have a Bates good. And I actually met the girls from Perfect Bar were here in Hoboken a couple weeks ago. And we met at a coffee shop and I left them. And then I was like, oh my God, I forgot to give you these like blondies I made. And she goes, I literally just said, I don't want to sound like an asshole, but I was really hoping she, Rachel was going to bring us some treats. Yeah. Like, you probably have so, so much sorry. all the time too. I have something for you too. It's on my stove. I made it yesterday. It's my chocolate chip banana bread I cookie skillet. I want to try it. I saw it's it. one of my favorites. So and there's no added sugar in it. Like you could add maple syrup or coconut sugar. But I want like Ezra to like start yeah. like nibbling things. Like I won't give him chocolate at this point, but like I can break pieces around it then. But it's one of my favorites. I, I can't wait to try it. I saw it. I think I like looked Thanks. at the picture for like at least five whole seconds. Thank you. I appreciate that. I appreciate the impression that you gave Instagram. Um, <laughs> every impression counts these days, you know. 
Now you just launched the vegan cupcakes. Was that has that always been a huge request from customers? I feel like gluten free, yes, because it's like a huge phenomenon to have everything gluten free these we days. Very you don't much, need it. Yeah, we very much listen to our customers. Gluten uh, vegan is gluten free. Took me literally two years to develop because I wow. would not put out a product that I didn't think was incredible. And it's yeah, very that's difficult hard. to make a delicious gluten free baked good, but we did. And yeah, and great vegan was different our customers did and have asked for vegan and i really wanted to do it i love food i love the ingredients that like we it was an opportunity to work with new ingredients that i yeah, love and fine. use at home all the time um adi played a big role in the development of these Ah. Um, and how many flavors are there for vegan? There are six flavors, four coming soon, more already developed. I like, You're I just, wild. I have, cause it's so fun. Like I want, I also am like learning. We started yeah, true. the vegan. We launched a, in one store as a test in April mm-hmm. and it was so hard not to just launch totally, but I really wanted to learn from our customers. Like yeah, they tell feedback. us everything. We changed a few things based on their feedback. So originally all of the icings had almond milk in them. Okay. And then we heard from people that they didn't want to have nut ingredients in all of the flavors because if they had a nut allergy, they so couldn't vegan eat vegan and nut free. So we have a peanut butter flavor, but the rest of the, and we have one flavor that has sesame seed and sunflower seed in it and chia okay. seed. So they're seeds. Oh, cool. But the rest of them are nut free currently. Wow. And um, we actually used oat milk instead of almond nice. milk, which made it even better because oat milk is creamier. Yeah, so almond so milk tastes like water. It's disgusting. I know. In my opinion. Yeah. And the I have a superfood flavor, which is a mean? spirulina acai chia seed cake. A cool. Beet icing. So it's pink icing made with beet powder. And the topping is sesame seed and sunflower seed brittle. It's delicious, and I was most excited. That one's like the smoothie I make for Scotty in a cupcake, and so I'm just like love like hearing from our customers. Some people are love it. Some people would obviously mm-hmm. go for the cookie dough or the triple chocolate over that one. I have a couple of more flavors slated that have like those types of fun ingredients that are so freaking good, and so we'll see where the assortment goes. Um, one flavor that's coming out. You have to tell me after. And you do some collaborations too. Like you did Ample Hills, which Jordan was freaking out. It's his favorite ice cream in the entire world. Did now, he have Summer of Love? No. Because it's the best We didn't flavor. get to have it. It's amazing. They're still scooping it in their shops. Real At the one in Jersey City? Yeah. And, they're, and they all oh. – yes. And if you – We will go probably go on, tomorrow. I think what – it's Postmates or Uber Eats. If you select a hand-packed pint and write okay. in the comment, Summer of Love, please. They'll deliver it? Yeah. Do you know I've never used Seamless, Uber Eats, or Postmates in my life? I've never had food delivery like while living here or well, in the city. it's your job to make food. It's- I know, but I'm so tired of cooking sometimes. But there's just like nowhere in Hoboken that I like genuinely crave the food besides pizza options. Totally There's such agree, limited food. But Northern Seoul oh, is you told across me about this the street from my time. apartment and they have good vegetables know. and it's like it's like easy it's not like gourmet whatever no um but it's good now do you go to hugh kitchen a lot since you said your office is in union square i'm like in love with their social media manager gabby gabby yes no that's my wife we um she she messaged yes i she's i'm waiting for a new black box of treats i'll give Um, you some to hold i am 
I, their chocolate is my favorite. What's your favorite chocolate. flavor? I just had a cashew butter bar before uh, you came. That's so funny. The cashew butter was it? The, is the cashew butter bar the one that has uh, the quinoa crunchies in no, it too? No, that's the crispy. Uh, no, but there's one of the ones that has nut butter in it with the almond butter. Yeah. Almond butter and puff quinoa. Um, is that one your favorite? They're mint chocolate bar. I'm not a mint. Like, yeah. I, I prefer to have like, like mint leaves in my tea and not in my chocolate, but it surprised me. I liked it a lot. I love the cashew, uh, the vanilla cashew yeah, chocolate covered hunks. Like, but the problem is I eat a whole bag. I ate the gems before the last thing I ate before I came here because the gems or sit gems. on my desk are gems. Yeah. Um, I usually have a jar, like I have all my baking ingredients in jars and the gems are their usually Their cookies in a jar. are great. Their blondies are great. Like, I just love it. Have you had their bagels? No. Okay, I'll send you home with a bagel. Really? My friend actually just shipped them what to me. What are they? They're... They're paleo everything bagels. So they're maybe like almond flour. So um, is pa- paleo gluten-free? Yeah. So in order for something to be paleo, and I'm not personally like paleo, so I don't know. I could be like not saying the rules exactly correctly, but there's no gluten, grains, or and dairy. Sugar. No refined sugar. Um. So for – it's thing it's like almond flour, probably some coconut flours in there. They're delicious. They're a lot more dense than a regular bagel. And they're smaller, but they're really filling. Um, but they're so good. Yeah, I just I love dark like Me chocolate. Too. Like every day. And also certain chocolates, which is very interesting, like hurt mm-hmm. my teeth. But maybe Hugh, it's the sugar. Yeah. So Hugh Hugh Kitchen. It's just mm, Hugh's so a shit. They are. Yeah, and Gabby's so amazing. Yeah, you and Gabby have to hang great. out. Yeah, I I I, uh, I love her so I met much. her the other day. Um, um yeah, I love them. And they're my neighbor because they're yeah. on 14th Street too. That's awesome. Yeah. I miss being able to go there all the time. Do you think that you guys are going to continue to innovate outside of cupcakes in the future? I don't know. I think we we have a really good thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we're going to do more crazy, amazing things. Yeah. Um, but are we going to start baking bite-sized donuts tomorrow? Probably not. I like that you're um, saying true to yeah, like, well, I also see the cupcake as my vessel. Like, we yes. have a donut flavor in one of the assortments I brought you. The the one with the pink icing. It, oh, my gosh. If you eat it and close your eyes, you're, donut eating, a, flavor. you're eating a donut. I got tricked. Oh, man. I'm really I'm, excited. I'm really good at what I do. And so <laughs> I all you. of these cupcakes, like, the cupcakes are my favorite desserts in yeah. a cupcake vessel, if that When you got sense. married, did you have like a million baked by Melissa cupcakes or was it, like one big cupcake? I didn't want to have like a I, – I, I'm just like – I don't like to do what people assume, I think. So like mm-hmm. I was like, I don't want cupcakes all over my wedding. We had an incredible wedding cake that was made by Butterfly Bake Shop and okay. it had a tie-dye ribbon. So it was like a white cake with like a hint of tie-dye. And then we gave out three packs of the wedding cupcake, which was the mini of the month because I created a wedding cupcake on the month that I got married. That's cute. I yeah. like that. Yeah. And we still have it. Um, what is your – do you have any advice or like what are your tips or tip – actually, what is your biggest piece of advice for someone listening that could have just gotten fired from their job? But they don't have like a passion for like baking cupcakes right now. Like say – your friend just called you. She got fired from her job that she to- was totally miserable at or like not thriving at anyways. She's walking home down the street in the city, miserable. Melissa, what do I do? Like, I don't like bake up. I don't have a side. Like, what do you what do you suggest? I get asked this a lot. The first thing I would say is great. Like, it's great. Um, yeah. if, first of all, if you're not happy in your job and you get fired, it's the best thing that could have happened to you. Go look for another job. It's an opportunity to apply for new jobs. 
And literally just like when when you go for the interview, see what it's like. And I personally like love the interview process. I know it's more challenging for other like types of personalities. Yeah. But like ask the person interviewing you questions because people love to be asked questions about themselves. You don't have to start your own business. Like even if you do have a side hustle that you want to make your own business, you still need to find another job because people who start their own businesses don't make money right away. No, I did you. I collected unemployment for a few months. I collected unemployment. I mean, it. I still like. I take a salary. All we are continuing to grow big by Melissa. I'm not like. Maybe I'll be a millionaire one day or like whatever when we sell Baked by Melissa, but I don't want to sell Baked by Melissa. Like I love what I do. I love that I give people the opportunity to work hard towards goals that we all share. We love what we do. And so you just have to find that. And I think you could find that in a lot of different places, but you're not going to know where they are until you look for them. I love that. I have a couple of final like fireball-ish questions. I love fireballs. And Cool. I think you'll actually like a couple of them. The first two, you're going to be like, really? But number one, what's one wellnessy trend that you buy into, like that you fell for? For example, if you like loved college natural peptides. deodorant, natural deodorant, I like that. By humankind, by human. Okay, I haven't tried that. Best deodorant like ever. It? Okay, I have to look it up. This genius guy I know started the company. Oh, really? really? Is about my brother. Your brother? Like, I gotta go out. No go single out use plastic. And I actually have been using uh, natural deodorant for years. Me and, too. I'm allergic to all deodorant. Um, I had this one brand that I really liked, and then he came out with his, and it's better. And they don't use single-use plastic. So it's like you – it's subscription, but you could just yeah. buy it once, try it, and then you order refills that come in like little cardboard containers. And he um, – oh, my God. He's so smart. He – so – Listerine, which I like need to feel clean in my mouth. Like yeah. I'm a very hygienic person, but I don't shower every day. Um, okay, we have our things. <laughs> the he is so Listerine, big plastic containers, whatever. Mm-hmm. The he created a Listerine like tablet, like a little pill basically. Like in that cup of water you have, you put an inch of water into a cup, you put the pill in, it dissolves like Alka Seltzer, and then you use it to gargle. And they have bar shampoo. And he just showed me something else that isn't launching yet that I was like, oh, my God, I need that. And I will buy it because it's amazing. And I would buy it anyway, even if it wasn't yours. So you buy Humankind. You have to check it out. They're okay. amazing. That sounds so cool. Okay. I'm fascinated by that. Um, your brother sounds like a really, really amazing person. He is. And he's not. Yeah. Love that. But every person, I think behind behind every business is a fucking whack job. Yeah. To be honest with you. The best. He's yeah. The best. Um, what's one wellnessy trend that drives you crazy? Like a pet peeve? I only drink water. Like like so other so, drinks kind like, of like there well, it just bothers me like I like like this vitamin water, like the fact that it's called yeah. vitamin water. It's, it's not it's healthy. sugar and water. Yeah. Or so like I don't appreciate when the like companies are marketing to the health space mm-hmm. when they're not. You know, it would probably be better to drink water. I do love Spindrift and like all that kind of stuff, but that's new for me. Like that, I could, that Spindrift? I'm Spindrift. Yeah, that yeah. Look under my couch, I have like a thousand cases of Spindrift. Yeah, I do the the iced tea with lemon. That's George's favorite. That's my favorite. I like one. the lemon I have it in my fridge. It's the only thing that I've ever had. Like I just love water. So you don't drink kombucha? I have, but no I love kombucha. It's I just advice. feel like 
you, like you, you have to stop and remember that like, I don't drink it for hydration. I purely drink it for pleasure. Like if you're trying to be healthy, then like eat a bite-sized cupcake instead of a whole one. <laughs> no, but you know, like I'm not trying to say I have a yeah. healthy product. I think like healthy is to eat fewer things, you know, and like don't, it's like. And quality. I mean, water yeah. is quality. It's the purest. Yeah. I don't know. I like that. If you weren't doing your current career path, like if you weren't baked by Melissa and you didn't have your like cupcake empire, what would what would you want to be doing? I would have a farm with a restaurant on it. Where would your farm be? Around here. It would be around here? I think so because my parents are around here and I'm obsessed with my family. Oh. But if not, it would be like in Colorado or Montana. Do you think that you'll raise your family in Hoboken? It depends who you ask. I'm asking you. Right now, Hoboken works because like, so I grew up in the suburbs, so my husband doesn't want to ever go to the suburbs, he thinks. Me neither. But he doesn't know because he didn't grow up in Israel. Yeah. Um, I could not live in the suburbs right now because I work so much. Yeah. So for right now, Hoboken works so You're incredibly like well. And I love it here. And I love our network. I hope everyone stays. Our friends are starting to leave. But, really? Well, no. So they all – they are – no, but yes, like they've all they all talk about it, but they're all still here like two years later. Um, it's tough. It's it's an expensive place to be. The school system yeah. for my kids age is great. So I hope it continues to improve. And I was just I talking to someone who say. said that you're pretty much set until high school here, which I'm hoping that by the time Ezra goes to high school, that it'll it's, it it's already better. changing. It Everyone we know, like it's. They're all still here. So we'll see. Yeah. It's just the most incredible place. And it's a I love secret it. gem. Like it's one square it mile with. It's you can walk everywhere. It's amazing. Yeah. You're in the city in five minutes on a path train. Like I would die here. I love it so much. I, know, I love it. But I can't have more than another baby in here. Like we're going to have to move, which is daunting. Talk to me after you have two. Because you told me you want two. four. I know. But I know. I need to like make more banana bread. I, I need to get a brownstone. That, that's the dream. That would be like amazing. I know. I, I walk on Garden Street. I'm like that yes. one. I have mine that I like the most. Me too. I wonder same one. <laughs> You'll have to show me later. I'll fight you for it. But I actually, <laughs> it's so funny because I like, I love, I think it's so important to dream and like have your aspirations. Yeah. And so like my husband and I talk about it, but I don't know if I would do the brownstone. I think Why? I would rather have with two girls. I mm-hmm. want a doorman. You do. So if you were going to look at the other building on 14th and Hudson, like around there, and the apartments were more expensive than yeah. Brownstone. And I'm like over sharing. I'm over like sharing an ups. Like I don't like that I can hear my neighbors walking. Yeah. We're the top floor. Yeah. But my poor Always neighbors. live on the top floor. Yeah. I didn't even realize. Yeah. I try to be so quiet. You think I have like a safari upstairs sometimes. It's bad. Um, My next question. What? When you were growing up, what was your fast go-to fast food order and what chain? Ha. Huh. I feel like no one is ever going to expect me to ask them this question because when we were most really would assume little, that I was I probably didn't eat fast food. When we were really little, we would go to Burger King sometimes and we would get a Whopper and I Whopper You would no get a Whopper onion. as a kid? Oh my god, yeah. I wouldn't eat the mayo when I was a kid. We ate uh, my brother and I ate I was so much of mayo. And then but like my mom like cooked dinner every night. Like we weren't yeah, me too. foodies, but we also had a Wendy's near us and I would get the crispy chicken sandwich. I never had the crispy chicken sandwich there. So good. I used to get fries and the Frosty and dip the fries in the Frosty. It's like a thing. It is a thing. And that and was Chick-fil-A. actually, that's the last. I've never had Chick-fil-A. <gasps> I've never had it. 
I've had KFC, like I've had like everything else. I was a fast food junkie growing up. I actually did an entire project in seventh grade, but every fast food chain, apparently besides Chick-fil-A, like had to go to the chain and like eat it. And it was just my excuse to like go eat fast food. Well, so what was yours? Well, my brother kind of ruled the house when it came to food because he was very picky and I would just like eat anything that was junk, but he liked Burger King, like I would literally eat any from any fast food chain. So I would get a double bacon, double bacon cheeseburger with fries. And depending on my parents' mood, I would either get a chocolate milkshake because that was the only form of milk that I would ever eat. I wouldn't eat really any dairy. I still don't love dairy. It's like in moderation for me, like only pizza and stuff. And I would get fries. I never really liked chicken nuggets. Like I'd eat them because like it was fine, but double bacon cheeseburger, Sounds fries, delicious. Thanks. Um, and then a diet coke when I was feeling healthy. <laughs> not kidding and then my last question what is your dream day of food from sunrise to sunset like breakfast lunch dinner a dessert i take my food very seriously i know i'm really excited for this answer actually for you breakfast i'm not a breakfast person what i don't eat breakfast you don't eat breakfast what's mm-hmm. the first thing you eat during the day but okay. your huge gems <laughs> Um, the first thing I eat every day is either like a salad from Sweet Green or Dig In or something okay. like I order. And I order lunch at like 11 because I'm You're hungry. an early bird. Um, okay. So, but, but I got this. So my first meal would be around 11 a.m. And I would go to Bubby's and I would get their pan. I would get the Cobb salad and a side of pancakes. What kind of pancakes? Classic or chocolate chip? Banana? Classic. Although I love, I love chocolate chip pancakes but like oh, bubby's pancakes are my favorite pancakes. no they're very good um oh this is tough lunch i would go to hillstone i've like, never been there oh that's crazy my, that's offensive best, no i know my best <laughs> friend goes there all the time i'll be like oh so where'd you go for dinner last night hillstone and i'm just like how have i never been there i want to go and for lunch i and would it's right get by Sundays. a california roll uh, they have sushi yes it's a California roll, spinach and artichoke dip, and the burger. Okay. Oh, a good burger. Okay, I'll definitely side go there. Of coleslaw. Their coleslaw is so good. And then for dinner, I would go to. I like that you're eating out for all of this. Sushi's though. Sushi. Where is that? It's it's on West Third Street. Okay. Is this it, like a hidden gem? It's the best. It's like two hundred and fifty dollar a head omakase. Okay. It's. It's your, la- it's your last day on earth. You got to go big. Uh, yeah. Like, no, but it's just good. I went there with my best friend recently. Um, it's, it's, there are no tables. You sit at the sushi bar. It's like a 10, 10 people sitting. Oh, I want to go. Um, and it's all omakase. Okay. And you could only get the omakase. So you don't know uh, what you're going to But get. I don't know. That, that's why I love sushi. Seki, that's a gamble. I love sushi. Um, I also used to go to Yama all the time. I They're never- spicy mayo. I don't even like like spicy mayo but yeah. like brian and i used to go to yama like three nights a week oh my gosh i haven't had sushi in over two years oh my god i love sushi. i love it's one of my favorite foods i'm just so picky about the fish like i want to go somewhere that i know i'm gonna get like sushi you would love sushi though or no, i'm gonna go um there's another i don't know i've heard su- domo domo is good and it's opening in jersey city i knew that yeah we're very excited go. For that, yeah, I really want to go there. That's We're like break my virginity. We don't buy, you know, like, like I don't buy a like Prada and Gucci. I buy like I go out for a really nice dinner always. Yeah, like Eleven Madison Park. Like I love all that stuff. It's yeah. a great experience. You appreciate it. Yeah. And then what about dessert? 
<laughs> I don't know. That's such a hard question. I would, you know what? I would, ugh, I feel like I would just. You'd go to that corner bakery and get a vanilla and chocolate cupcake where it all began. No, I would take, I would go into my refrigerator and take chocolate and dip it in my peanut butter. I Cho- saw you do that in your chocolate, stories this morning. Chocolate and peanut butter. I that was like my third chocolate and peanut butter like of the day. Like the evolution Justin's, of Oreos like, dipped in peanut butter. All of the I don't know what's the best dessert. Like we used to live near Crave Fish Bar. Okay. In Midtown East. And they have this dessert that's a just like a freshly baked chocolate chip cookie with a scoop of ice cream on top. I love warm. Oh, that sounds so I love good. hot and cold together in the same bite when it comes mm-hmm. to dessert. I love a really good ice cream sundae. Right while I was in labor with Lenny, I um <laughs> we went, I was at a photo shoot in the bakery. We drove into the city. I was like, we have to go to uh what's the place with frozen hot chocolate? Serendipity. We went to Serendipity. I got a chocolate sundae with peanut butter sauce and hot fudge <laughs> and whipped cream. And then we went to my OB and I was three centimeters dilated. So we went to Bloomingdale's and I went back and delivered her. Yeah. Like ice cream, peanut butter, chocolate. Like yeah. all. Oh. You're an ice cream. I, and I could never pick just one dessert. Like I would. And you shouldn't I would, have to. I would microwave my cupcakes for 10 seconds on high and throw them into the ice cream sundae because that is the best way to eat them <laughs> then you have the warm cupcake that's why my my dream was to put cupcakes <laughs> and ice cream and that's why we had the ample hills partnership that is awesome no i have we have to go tomorrow we're going apple picking and then we're gonna go and get the ice cream when we get back i don't oh. even like vanilla ice cream and i'm obsessed i with hate the vanilla ice cream flavor it's so good because it has like hints of other things other flavors in it so you know it's probably thank you so much thank you for having where me. can everyone find you tell us where to stock all of your home cooking that you do oh my gosh your cutie daughters and your well, life. you could if you want all that fun stuff it's melissa benishai on instagram and then of course follow big by melissa too for like jewelry pictures of cups. <laughs> thank you thank thanks you. guys talk to you soon 